Welcome to the GV Talks Book Show, where it's all about reading and literacy at Genesee Valley Central School. Join us as we talk about the ongoing book studies in our district, updates in our library, and hear about our amazing literacy celebrations throughout the year. Join me, your host, Lindsay Simpson, as we hear from our very own Genesee Valley literacy gurus as we celebrate literacy together. everyone to GV Talks Books. I am your host, Lindsay Simpson, and I am so excited to be here to talk about um, Little House in the Big Woods by Laurel Ingalls Wilder. And I am back with my friends from third grade. We have a third grader with us. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Allison Geckers. And Allison, who's your teacher? Miss Schmidt. Ms. Schmidt. So, Allison from Ms. Schmidt's class, we are so happy to have you, Allison. I am really looking forward to our conversation today. When we uh, chatted a little bit before I started hitting record, we were having a lot of fun already. So, I'm excited to, to get going today talking about Chapter 6. And we also, again, have our wonderful co-host. And I think I'm just going to start calling you my co-host because you are with me every time. And I couldn't do this without you. So, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, thank you very much. My name is Mrs. Norseth Aporn, and I'm the librarian at Genesee Valley. Wonderful. So, Chapter 6, Little House in the Big Woods, we are continuing to follow the journey of our family, uh, Ma, Pa, and the three girls. And in this chapter, we it's the chapter of, of two bears, right? We get We have two different experiences with bears. And the first one is with Ma and Laura. So Ma and Laura come out of their cabin. They're walking towards the barn. They're walking towards a fence. And they have this brown cow named Suki. And it's nighttime. And I love how the book describes it because it says it so perfectly where Laura um, has the lantern and the light is flickering and it's, you know, bouncing off different things. And I can just picture myself outside in a field, near a barn, you know, on, on farmland, just having a little bit of flickering light to guide the way. So I could perfectly put myself in that situation. And Ma reaches over the fence and taps what she thinks is their cow, Suki. But Allison, it is not Suki. Who, what did she really see? They saw a bear. They did. They saw absolutely they saw a bear on the other side of the fence. And of course, Laura is really worried then about the cow. They're worried that the 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 bear is going to get the cow. Um but it doesn't. It doesn't happen. The cow is safely in the barn. That is that warms my heart. Thankfully, even though they saw a bear, they tapped the bear. Everybody was okay. So before we started recording, I had said, you know, I had asked, does anybody have an experience actually seeing a bear? Allison, have you seen a bear? Um, no. No, Allison has not seen a bear. Ty, how about you? Any bear experiences? No, but I've seen deer. Okay. All right. Mrs. Norseth Porn, how about you? Yes, I have seen, I've seen quite a few, actually. I live out in the country, so I've seen some around my house. I even saw 
um, a couple of bear cubs and a mama bear when I was hiking one time at Allegheny State Park. So I've seen quite a few. And how do you feel, how did you feel when you came across bears? Uh, startled, excited, like wanted to watch them, but at the same time I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> I didn't want to bother anybody. I didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah, bears are going to act a little bit different when they're uncomfortable, right? Absolutely. A little unpredictable. I, I shared before I started recording um, that I have had three bear experiences in my life that stand out. Maybe there's been more, but they weren't as big of an issue as these three, I feel. So I was camping at Allegheny State Park, so that must be a popular place for bears. I think so. I think. And um, I was there actually in my high school days. I was there with my high school peers for a high school field trip. And the boys put food out on top of the dumpster. And four baby bears came and they were climbing all over the dumpster. They were trying to get the snacks. And all of my girlfriends and I were in the cabin like, oh, there's bears. We need to notify somebody. You know, we need a counselor. And like we could see out the window the boys' cabin. And they were also lined up at the window. But they had no fear. They were all, yeah, there's the bears. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, you know, the counselors then gave some good lessons about food safety out in the wilderness. <laughs> and not, not doing that, right? Yep, yep. Yes, yeah. Thankfully, um, the baby bears came and got their unexpected treats and left before Mama came and looked for them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, growing up, had a baby bear uh, go up our tree in our backyard. Oh, and we had an outdoor cat, and I quickly ran and got our cat. Her name was Simba after the Lion King, but she was a girl. I was five when I named her, so it didn't matter to me. Um, but I went and grabbed the cat, and we all huddled inside. And the baby bear stayed up in that tree almost all afternoon. Uh, no mama bear in sight, so we ended up calling Animal uh, Patrol, and they came and, and picked up the baby bear to try to get it some help. Uh, because obviously it was lost in up in that tree. Oh, so the babies look so cuddly; you just want to squeeze them, but it, yeah, yeah, probably not a good idea. But not a good idea. Like, but all I could yeah. think of was in Winnie the Pooh, and I'm yes. thinking you could just cuddle that bear, but it bear won't right up. Yep. My last bear story that I will share before we keep going is uh, I, when I was older, I used to drive a truck. I used to drive a pickup truck. And the bed in the back was broken, so it always would stay down. You could never, like, push it, the tailgate up. It was broken down. And we had gone camping, and I had some coolers in the back of my truck. And I was driving down a backcountry road, and out comes a big bear. And so I had to slow down. I had to stop so that it could cross. Well, this bear does not cross. All of a sudden, it's sniffing the side of my truck, and I can't see it. So now I'm afraid to drive because I don't know where the bear went. I'm like, I don't want to hurt it. Well, in my rearview mirror, who pops their paws up on the back of my tailgate to get to the cooler? The bear. But this bear. My goodness. <laughs> so I'm honking the horn, and I'm, like, playing the music, and this bear, like, raised its paws to standing, so confused. Like, what are you beating me for? <laughs> And so oh, I did. I, 
I drove away slowly. <laughs> I didn't want to scare it, you know. Um, but I was like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Don't get up in my truck. I'm not don't, giving you a ride anywhere. Don't get up there. Uh, I have heard that, um, like in Allegheny State Park, because there are a large number of bears there and people go there camping, that they suggest you do not, at night, put your cooler in your car because the bears actually have associated the cooler with food and they will break into your car to get the food. Yeah. So it, they suggest that you put it in your tent or in your cabin out of sight because you don't want them to see that and come walking in your tent, but out of sight. So that's just kind of cool how they learn that that's where the goods are. That's where that, the good yeah, stuff is. Yeah, they're smart animals. So yep. Allison and Ty, you can you can share this with your family. You know, keep that cooler away or else you're going to have some furry guests at the door when you some go friends. camping. <laughs> so... You know, sidetracked off the book, but that those were my my bear stories uh, that I like to tell whenever I get the chance. As we mentioned, this chapter was all about bears, and in fact, the chapter is called Two Big Bears. So we already covered the first bear, Ma and Laura, thought it was a cow, actually was a bear. Pa also has a bear run-in in this chapter. And this was the perfect passage for Mrs. Norseth Foran to share. So Allison, Ty, all of our listeners, uh, whether you're at home, you're in the car, cozy right up. And we are going to listen to Mrs. Norseth Foran share this passage of the story of Pa and the bear in the way. When I went to town yesterday with the furs, I found it hard walking in the soft snow. It took me a long time to get to town, and the other men with furs had come in earlier to do their trading. The storekeeper was busy, and I had to wait until he could look at my furs. Then we had to bargain about the price of each one, and then I had to pick out the things I wanted to take and trade. So it was nearly sundown before I could start home. I tried to hurry, but the walking was hard, and I was tired, and so I had not gone far before night came and I was alone in the big woods without my gun. There were still six, mi six miles to walk, and I came along as fast as I could. The night grew darker and darker, and I wished for my gun, because I knew that some of the bears had come out of their winter dens. I had seen their tracks when I went to town in the morning. Bears are hungry and cross at this time of year. You know, they have been sleeping in their dens all winter long with nothing to eat, and that makes them thin and angry when they wake up. I did not want to meet one. I hurried along as quick as I could in the dark. By and by, the stars gave a little light. It was still black as pitch where the woods were thick, but in the open places I could see dimly. I could see the snowy road ahead a little way, and I could see the dark woods standing all around me. I was glad when I came into an open place where the stars gave me this faint light. All the time I was watching, as well as I could for bears, I was listening for the sounds they make when they go carelessly through the bushes. Then. I came again into an open place, and there, right in the middle of my road, I saw a big black bear. He was standing up on his hind legs looking at me. I could see his eyes shine. I could see his pig snout. I could even see one of his claws in the starlight. My scalp prickled and my hair stood straight up. I stopped in my tracks and I stood still. The bear did not move. There he stood looking at me. I knew it would do no good to try to go around him. I, he would follow me into the dark woods where he could see better than I could. 
I did not want to fight a winter-starved bear in the dark. Oh, how I wished for my gun. I had to pass that bear to get home. I thought that if I could scare him, he might get out of the road and let me go by. So I took a deep breath and I shouted with all my might and ran at him, waving my arms. He did not move. I did not run very far towards him, I tell you. I stopped and looked at him, and he stood looking at me. And then I shouted again, and there he stood. I kept on shouting and waving my arms, but he did not budge. Well, it would do me no good to run away. There were other bears in the woods. I might meet one at any time. I might as well deal with this one as with another. Besides, I was coming home to Ma and you girls, and I would never get there if I ran away from everything in the woods that scared me. So at last I looked around, and I got a big club, a solid heavy branch that had been broken from a tree by the weight of the snow in the winter. I lifted it up in my hands, and I ran straight at that bear. I swung my club as hard as I could, and I brought it down, bang, on his head. And there he stood, still, for he was nothing but a big, black, burned stump. I had passed it on my way to town that morning. It wasn't a bear at all. I only thought it was a bear, because I'd been thinking all the time about bears and being afraid I'd meet one. It really wasn't a bear at all, Mary asked. No, Mary, it wasn't a bear at all. There I'd been yelling and dancing and waving my arms all by myself in the big woods, trying to scare a stump. Laura said, ours was really a bear, but we were not scared because we thought it was Suki. Pa did not say anything, but he hugged her tighter. Oh, that bear might have eaten Ma and me all up, Laura said, snuggling closer to him. But Ma walked right up to him and slapped him, and he didn't do anything at all. Why didn't he do anything? I guess he was too surprised to do anything, Laura, Pa said. I guess he was afraid when the lantern shone in his eyes. And when, and when Ma walked up to him and slapped him, he knew she wasn't afraid. Well, you were brave too, Laura said. Even if it was only a stump, you thought it was a bear. You'd have hit him on the head with a club if he had been a bear, wouldn't you, Pa? Yes, said Pa, I would. You see, I had to. Thank you, Mrs. Nurse at the Porn for sharing that passage of the story. So we know that Ma saw a bear with Laura, even though they didn't realize that's what it was. Pa thought he saw a bear in the woods on his way home from town, but Ty, what did he really see? He saw a stump. He saw a stump. So all I can imagine is somebody in the woods dancing and flailing themselves around, trying to scare this big old bear, and nothing is there. Holy cow. Pa, pa looking silly, huh? <laughs> but I could, I could understand why he was so scared, because... In earlier chapters, we know that Pa takes his gun everywhere, but Allison, did he have that with him? He did not. He didn't. So, Allison, what do you think if you were alone in the dark woods and you thought you saw a bear, what would you do? I would be terrified and probably just hesitate. Okay. <laughs> Hesitate, good word. <laughs> Hesitate, that is a yeah. great word. Allison, I think you described that perfectly. perfectly. <laughs> Ty, what about you? What would you do if you thought you came across a bear in the dark woods? I'd play dead. 
play dead. Yeah, that's what they say to do. That is. Ty, did you know that that's what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, who taught you that? How did you learn that? I don't know. I watch stuff with my grandpa and comedy stuff. And so I just know that. Well, that's a good skill to know, dude. That's good. <laughs> so Allison's hesitating. Ty is playing dead. I probably would be like Pa. I'd forget all the tips like playing dead, and I would probably be dancing and trying to flail around. How about you, Mrs. Nurse Thorne? Probably the same. I probably would be uh, uh, looking for the easiest route out of there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we've all been. I think we've all been in Pa's shoes though before. Have you ever like, you're you're thinking of something, and then it seems like, if it's especially if it's dark, everywhere you turn, you think you see it. I think that's what was going on, because he was thinking about the bears, and that's what was on his mind. I think you're absolutely right. Um, I know, and so I'm gonna just ask this question now because it's a perfect segue. Um, when we think about things that do scare us, everybody is scared of something, right? My fear, and I'm very open about this, some may make fun of me, but I feel like I'll be there for life. I am afraid of the dark. I don't like the dark. Anytime the light goes off, I get nervous and I start seeing shadows, but I feel like I'm like, pa, right? I watch all these scary movies and I read scary books and as soon as the light goes off, I think I see all the things, right? I, the shadows turn into monsters, and I know those things aren't real. I know they're not there, but that's all I can see. So I am afraid of the dark, and I think I will be like that forever. Allison, do you have anything you're scared of? Yes, a lot. And one of them is the dark, so I don't blame you. I, oh, I'm so glad I have you, Allison. Yes, all right. Is, what else? You shared something with us before we started recording. What else are you scared of? Spiders. Spiders. And Allison, you and, I am getting to know you so much in this podcast because I'm also scared of spiders. So I think you and I are like two peas in a pod, girl. Ty, how about you? What are you scared of? Are you scared of anything? I'm scared of the dark and spiders, even though if they're not venomous or... Yeah, you said the right word, yeah. Yeah. I'm still scared. Isn't it funny? They're so tiny, and yet the three of us, we're still scared of them. But it's okay. Everyone's scared of something. Mrs. Narsethaporn, how about you? Uh, spiders are not a... I'm not a big fan of spiders, but it's snakes for me. It's snakes. That's the... That's the run a mile all the way around it and I don't run so uh, yeah as fast as I can to get away from a snake not a big fan too funny so Mrs. North at the port I don't know if I've ever shared this with you but I have a 2-4 rule when it comes to animals oh yeah yep you can have two legs you can have four legs but you should not have less and you should not have more <laughs> I, I like that I like that <laughs> <laughs> so snakes, nope. Um, nope. Centipedes, nope. nope. And nope. spiders, no. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't follow the two-four rule. Love it. That's a good. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> yeah. So 
we all have things we're scared of, whether it's the dark, whether it's spiders, whether it's snakes. Um, pa in the woods was scared of this bear that he thought was there. But we all are in situations sometimes that we do come across these things, right? There are, there's a spider that will go across the floor in my basement. I know it will happen. It happens every year, a certain season. Uh, snakes come out in the, in the summer. And whether I like it or not, there is always a dark room that I have to walk into or a base, like I said, my basement, especially I have to walk down the stairs to get to the light switch. It's the scariest 30 seconds ever to get to that light switch. <laughs> so what do we do when we're scared? What are the things that we do to make ourselves feel better while we're in that moment of fear? Imagine it's an underwear dancing. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> I love it. That's a great strategy, right? If you think about underwear dancing, that would make me laugh. So perfect strategy. Ty, how about you? What do you do when you see when you're scared? Whether you're in the dark, you see a spider. What do you, What do you do? Um, usually just hide on my under my covers. Two seconds later, I um come out from my covers and I'm like, am I just scared them away? Now there you go. Right, take a couple minutes. Maybe maybe it'll be gone. Mrs. Nurse Seth how about you? Um. So I try to get away from it as much as I can. But if I'm in a situation, so let's say I'm like what you said, you're walking somewhere and it's just perfect spot for this, you know, perfect spot for a snake to be. I always say, don't look down at your feet. So if you can't see, it's there, right? You'll never know. So just don't look down at your feet. Just keep looking straight ahead. And if a blade of grass touches me, it's all over. I'm flailing and, and, and running and, you know, it's a mess. It's a mess. But, yeah. So, and uh, uh, just a side comment, when um, Allison said she imagines it being something else, it made me think of um, Harry Potter. I'm reading the Harry Potter books right now. Prisoner of Azkaban, right? When they have to imagine their greatest fear and then to get rid of it, it has to be something funny, something happy. So, kind of like what Allison is thinking of. I love that connection. Yeah, I know when I... When I get scared, I actually imagine myself, um, but I imagine that I am like a warrior. So I put myself in a character that's braver than I am. So I'm at the top of the stairs. I have to get down to that basement, you know, switch the laundry, whatever. And for that 10 seconds, 30 seconds of walking down the stairs, I am like, okay, I've got my imaginative sword. I've got my imaginative shield. And warrior Mrs. Simpson can do this. I can get to the light switch. <laughs> I think we should start calling her Spider Ninja. What do you guys think? <laughs> That's it. Same thing when I see a spider. I'm like, okay, I can battle I it. it. I'm okay. I got it. I got it. Good for you. <laughs> I, I think these are all awesome strategies um, that all of our listeners can do, right? If you get a, get a little fear... Um, you can think of something funny. You can, you know, put yourself, um, cover up yourself for a few moments, whether it's going to help you get braver or maybe whatever it is will go away. Um, look straight ahead. Just keep trucking along, right? Yep. Just don't let that blade of grass hit you. Don't let it touch you. <laughs> or, or just pretend you're a warrior. Or we can do what Pa did and do a silly dance. So 
lots of things we can try. (laughs) So at this point um, in every chapter with anybody I have on, what I always like to do is, is hear from everyone their favorite character. So we are six chapters in from in our book. So who would like to share? Who's your favorite character so far? Who has one? Ty. Pa. Why do you like Pa? Because he's silly and he 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 does weird dances and stuff. <laughs> Nice. I love it. Allison, how about you? Who's your favorite character so far? Um, I like Laura because, like, she actually listens. Not me. Uh-huh. She did not listen at all. Like, so you appreciate that characteristic of, that's of right. Laura. You could, be like, you could be like Allison. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what, Allison, I think, uh, of course, there's always times that we should listen and we should follow directions. But like char- some of the characters in our book, sometimes that spunkiness is what makes people fun and interesting. So listen when you have to, but keep that spunkiness. That's good. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mrs. North and you and I kind of go back and forth every chapter I know. Who's your favorite this chapter? I think this chapter I'm going to go with Ma. Because Ma had to step up and be very brave this entire chapter. Um, when she had to go out and milk the cow because Pa was running late. And she actually slapped a bear and she reacted, knew what to do, get them back to safety. And how she sort of kept calm the whole time when Pa didn't come home. Uh, that was probably very stressful for her to think about what's wrong, what's happened. And she just kept a cool, cool uh, facade for the girls. So I'm going to go with Ma this time. Awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite character this chapter was Pa because I related to him and his fear and his silliness. Um, and waving his arms and then finding out it was a stump. The other thing that made me really like Pa this chapter is that he did something so silly, so embarrassing. And instead of keeping that to himself and being like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just waved my arms at a stump. I'm never going to tell anybody. He owned it and he shared it. And I think sometimes that can be hard to own when we do something silly and that when we do something that's a little embarrassing. But he could own it and he could laugh at himself. So I I appreciated that about Pa. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He um and he turned it into a lesson. Pa always turns it in, always turns it into a lesson. He's a very, very clever man. Yes, he is. So I want to thank all of you who joined today. Allison, Ty, it was absolutely wonderful having you on GV Talks Books to talk about Little House in the Big Woods, Chapter 6. Would both of you be willing to come back and talk with us again? Um, I, I, I'm free. Awesome, you're free. I love it. And Ty, I see you nodding your head. So next, we're going to make sure that you guys are back. I had an absolute blast talking with both of you. And Mrs. Norseth Thank you, as always, for joining us. 
and reading the passage to us today. You are very welcome. It is always a pleasure. Highlight of my week. <laughs> so all of our listeners out there, if you would like to follow along, you can find The Little House in the Big Woods online as an ebook or at your local library. And feel free to join us next week at, on Thursday, 4.30. We will see you then. From everyone here at Genesee Valley, we want to thank you for joining us for today's episode of GV Talks Books. And to remind you, the journey of a lifetime starts with the turning of a page.